Hi, everybody. This is the Variety and iHeart podcast, The Big Ticket. I'm Mark Malkin. Today, I catch up with Dylan O'Brien. The actor stars in the new Paramount film, Love and Monsters. O'Brien talks about how he feels about the movie going straight to VOD because of COVID, recalls his star-making turn on MTV's Teen Wolf, and then later in the show, he opens up about how life has changed since recovering from his traumatic accident on the set of the third Maze Runner movie. I'll have Dylan O'Brien after this short break. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm talking to Love and Monster star Dylan O'Brien. The 29-year-old actor shot to fame for his starring role on MTV's Teen Wolf. Three years into the series' six-season run, he was tapped to lead the Maze Runner movie franchise. However, he was in a traumatic accident on the set of the third Maze Runner when an out-of-control stunt car left him with severe injuries. He recovered and went on to complete the film. I talked to O'Brien from his home in Los Angeles. Hey, Dylan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing in quarantine? Uh, good, man. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, like, look, it's it's a really wild time, right? You know, so right. I always, it's, I guess it's one of those things that, like, especially, like, during the middle of it, when people would ask, like, how I'm doing it, you know, I think people, like, feel, like, self-conscious of saying, like, good, you know? Um, right. But I do think I am good. You know, I have handled it well. It's obviously, like, Gone. there's obviously been ebbs and flows you know um i think it's been uh there's not a single person like that this hasn't taken a toll on you know in some capacity at some point you know um right. i think it's been like i think it's kind of done i've like very much valued like what it's done for my perspective you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like my like mental health so i don't know like that's literally like kind of the uh school of thought that i've been sort of coming from on it i don't know um mm-hmm. Obviously, like all everything that's happened during it as well has been like, you know, like what a shift, you know, so yeah, in the world. Uh, so it's like, I don't know, it's just like, it's been odd to like be at home and like witness sort of like this, you know, absolutely like unprecedented <laughs> time in history, you know, yeah. like every day. Every day. I mean, I don't know what time, when did you find out about the president? Because I was up. So our emails just started going nuts. You mean last night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I found out last night. I know. And it's just, you just, every day, it's just. Every day it's something else, man. It's uh, it's really relentless. It it truly is. But Um, I I agree with you. I think it's, I do think it's going to change. I hope. I don't know if I'm being an idealist in this. No, go ahead. But I I do feel coming out of this. When people are complaining about little things, I think it's going to be like, really? That's the you thing. Know what we just came through. That's totally. But I, I don't I, know. Exactly. Well, exactly. I, you know, I feel like it's been so. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, how can you not have have gone through this and uh, come out not just being so like so overly appreciative and grateful for like the things that you mm-hmm. have, the people that you like have and love like things as 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 simple and paramount as like health you know what i mean like yeah which should always be like how we're thinking you know um (laughs) um so it's really like i don't know it's i just think it's it is sort of like this there there are elements to it that i think are really like healthy sort of resets for us you know Mm. um i totally agree with you on that so what does it feel like to be promoting a movie during all of this I guess, like, not that different, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. although it's from my living room, 
um, <laughs> you know, but like, and that that's been kind of nice, I guess, like, and it, I don't know, I, I, I guess, like, sort of ve like, very selfishly, like, I'm just like, that's kind of cool, you know, um, at the same time, there are also elements of like going on like the press tour that are always fun and cool, you know, like, um, and like, I'm really close to my publicist too. She's in here right now too. Like we're, we always like have so much fun together. Like we're not getting to like have our plane trips together or like talks, you know? And so, so there's things about it that like, you know, obviously um, are, are like a bummer, but, uh, and like too, I would, I would like, you know, the movie, like on the one hand, I, I definitely, I think it might reach more people this way. So tell us about the movie. Who are you? What do you play? What happens? All right, so I am notoriously not good at this question, <laughs> but I'm gonna, are you ready for it? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm gonna try to make it as succinct as possible. <laughs> and now watch, I'll talk for the next three minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Love and Monsters. Um, it is a, it is a, uh, uh, <laughs> it is about, um, uh, a boy it is about the, the, the uh, uh, version of the apocalypse where monsters have, have sort of taken over the earth um, and forced humanity underground. And it follows a boy who is sort of now like a young man, um, but still kind of developmentally like, you know, when been in a bunker since he was like 17 years old. And uh, he is a, um, you know, he's a very like in that boyish way, still very like, imaginative and like um you know and, and and longing to like be like heroic and brave and helpful in any way you know and he's like in a bunker where everyone is like a warrior and and they're also all like in love you know and he's kind of like the ninth wheel um and sort of the youngest they all like adore him but he's also they're just sort of like you know he cooks he cleans like he's kind of like the you know like the uh <laughs> he's he's kind of like the home hen, you know, when they all go out and fight the monsters, when there's like breaches and stuff, he's just like cooking stew, which I always love. And he, uh, you know, he also, um, obviously because of the state of the world at this point, um, he mostly longs for this love that he never like got to experience in his life. And he doesn't know, like, I mean, the clock's ticking, you, you know, I think it, I think it gets to a point where he, um, it hits him that like, you know, he could, he could, uh, it could be over and he could never experience that, you know? So he reconnects with his like high school girlfriend from when he like, when the apocalypse hit, who he's still very much like obviously has always thought about and is in love with and decides to try to go find her uh, through this, you know, monster apocalypse where the, the surface has been completely overtaken by monsters and he is completely incapable. And, um, goes on this journey to find his girlfriend with, with the dog who thankfully he meets because he saves his life throughout the whole movie. So. I talked for like what, like three minutes, right? I was trying to time it and I, I lost know, track. I know, I <laughs> um, so But you did it. It's Listen, it's. There's no way it, of like doing a log line. It's insane. It's an apocalypse. You know, you're trying to survive. Now, one of the things which I'm sure you weren't thinking about when you made it, it kind of is like today. 
You're in quarantine. I mean, didn't think about. Of course, I didn't think about that. This movie, this yeah. I think the script was written like six years ago. You know, like, <laughs> and we we shot it over a year ago. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. Trust me. A lot of the, uh, you know, when they were deciding on uh, when to release the movie, um, um, you know, I remember uh, speaking to Michael, the, the director, you know, at one point when they had decided on a date, and it was originally for. Uh, I don't know if you know this. It was originally pegged for Valentine's Day. Yep. this year so we just brought it up a bit but um uh you know i was like are you cool because uh, i was mostly too i was like it's his uh first bi like big studio movie too and so I, I was just like i was like i just you know feel for you it's another like it's a while so it comes out like how are you cool with that you know and he's like i, I think i am i think it's a good spot uh he's like the only thing is like you know you just don't know what changes uh in a year <laughs> and like <laughs> like i when he said that you know it's just uh fascinating how uh how true that became you know um yeah it's 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 interesting because obviously i think a lot of people are i don't know i think people are smart you know like it's i guess some people are some people aren't but like i don't think that anyone's gonna see this movie and think that we you know we're uh in any way is relating to what's going on right now like i think people understand the timetable at this point you know but you know here's you're in quarantine for how many years in the movie seven yeah the quarantine aspect is wild <laughs> it's yeah, wild. yeah he's in a bunker quarantines essentially i guess it's not quarantine they're just like hiding basically you know which is kind of a different way of saying quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah seven years except you know the the earth has been overtaken by snails the size of you know yeah, yeah, yeah. buildings oh did you see uh, it I've seen it. Yes, oh, I've cool, seen it. Cool, I'm cool. not going to do the interview without seeing the movie. I hate when journalists. I, no, do you're that. so. I mean, of course, yeah. Like, I guess, but that has. I mean, yeah, that's something. It happens. happens it does happen. Or maybe I just don't know. I don't know. That's cool. But the movie. But what's amazing about the movie? It's really. I mean, listen. I know you have some co-stars. There are other people in the movie, but it's really you. The movie yeah, it is, is you. It's like. Yeah, it is a lot of me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole fucking time. But how much was it green screen and CGI? Is it just um, wild? You know, not. I mean, not a lot of green screen. Obviously, mm -hmm. a lot of CGI. Um, right. A lot of practical environments. Uh, like all those landscapes are completely just like Australian um, landscapes. You know. Um, and, you know, and then it's, we had like an amazing visual effects team who I've worked with before too. Uh, and okay. so very similar process too, to kind of like how they, I always noticed with all the visual effects um, that really know what they're doing, the visual effects teams that really know what they're doing. Like it, it always seems that they, they, they want those practical environments. Mm -hmm. um, being on a, on a, I think there's sort of nothing worse than I, if you have to, you have to, like if you're in space or something, you know, but like being on like right. a stage surrounded by green screen is like the, not the ideal, you know? No. Um, I would actually, I always crack up at how sort of loose the like calculation, you know, is for like on set when you have the visual effects supervisor, like if I'm in a scene with a monster, right? And, um, you know, it's, it's supposed to like, sort of like it's, it's little, um, uh, like feelers are supposed to start coming up to the ground or something, right. right? You know, like he'll come, he'll come over at some point and 
uh, right before we're about to go and he starts putting like orange uh, leaves down. So just, and, but he's sprinkling them, you know, and he's like, right. and he'll like even just be narrating as a joke. Like, just be like, oh, throw some here, throw some here, throw some here. And then he'll like flicker some on my head. Like, and I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, it's such a, it's so funny. Like what a, what an advanced technological thing you would think that there's such an exact science right, you know, right. to how they have to execute it, but it's, it's really interesting to watch how they do it. Like those are, he just needs these like loose references, you know, to then right. kind of go in and be able to, um, you know, paint in color in the, uh, the worlds and, and build the monster and have it move. You know, it's, it's fucking amazing, really. Was it a lot of tennis balls that you were looking at? Totally. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And people, you know, people, uh, uh, always asked about the tennis balls, you know, and I think like the most common question is like, uh, is that hard? Is that difficult to, you know, and like, I, it's, it's, first of all, it is just sort of what it is. So there really is no like other thing that you've ever experienced. It's not like right. we've gone to tennis balls and, you know, right, right. Um, we used to experience They're... real monsters, monsters you know I mean? so right. it's like, but also that's just act, you know, I, I keep saying like, it's kind of fun. It's kind of more fun to, imagine it yourself, you know, and to sort of, I mean, that's the fun of, of acting, you know, like or getting to do a movie like this, you're in this like world that doesn't exist, you know, like, and you know, this fantastical kind of like <laughs> spin on like what mm -hmm. could happen with monsters, you know, mutating out of like mammals. And so it's like, that's the fun of it is to imagine like what's going on and then sort right. of create that for yourself. I have to ask, cause my husband and I were kind of debating it. Was the dog real? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. <laughs> Are you high? For, no. For for a second, when the first when the dog first popped up, my husband goes, "Oh, that's fake." Fuck. That's a fake dog. Oh, that is. He's like, so "That's a fake funny. dog." And then I'm like, "Well, I guess it could be a fake dog because the monsters are fake." <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, glad to know the dog Hero is totally real. He's a brilliant. He's a brilliant dog. <laughs> I love him so much. Uh, he also like so you know he has a doggy double. Like there's there's two dogs. You know so mm -hmm. so it's Dodge and Hero. And um, you know because like you can't like have Hero do everything all day. But he's like he needs to rest sometimes. You know and like um, which so you know I had never worked with a dog before. So it was really mm. uh, cool and learning all of those things too about how they work on set I, I never knew those kind of details you know the the doggy double and um i didn't know there were know. doggy doubles but yeah definitely what would you say sorry <laughs> i didn't know there were doggy doubles it just sounds funny yeah isn't it funny like do 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 doggy standards so cute and they were just the best they were the best dogs they're so smart like it's just incredible too how they i mean and i also thought he was also so loving you know, with me, like, it was cool, like, that he actually was, like, such a... Did he bond, did you bond together right away? Totally, yeah, to... yeah, yeah, and, I, and going into it, I wasn't sure, I was, like, I was, like, this, this would be interesting, I don't know, you know, I've never worked with, like, a, like, a, like, an actor dog before, you know, like, I wonder if they'll be totally turned off to, like, <laughs> the connection, you know, if it'll all be acting, you know, um, but he's, it's so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but he was You're like, a, I like, don't know if the dog's going to like me or not. What happens if you, there's no, we didn't do a chemistry read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if we don't, what if we don't hit it off? <laughs> I mean, it's so true. Um, but no, he was such a, you know, so cool. Cause he's, he's such a dog, you know, offset. And then he can really snap into. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. He's so smart.
Um, what drew you to the role? Why, why'd you do it? Uh, it's a good question. Um, uh, like genuinely so many things I, you know, when I, when I first read the script, uh, I was like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like this, this is great. You know, like I, mm -hmm. I really loved, I just loved it. I loved the humor in it. I loved the character. I loved the world. Um, I thought it was really unique and, and weird and funky and like funny and sweet, but so sweet, you know? And, yeah. Um, and so good natured, you know, um, and I really love that it was like, you know, to me, you read a script about a, a kid and a dog, you know, going through, a, tr trudging through a monster apocalyptic land to find his love, you know, and you think like, uh, well, this is like, obviously like cartoon, you know, like, so it was cool that we were, you know, to try to make it live action too, I thought was like really ambitious. And I kind of like that, you know. Uh, uh, I was down for that like attempt and 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 honestly too I mean it, it just it was a like it was really really uh, just like tight and like fully filled out like script and worlds you mm -hmm. know so when you first read something like that like it's you're just like I think uh, I think I was just really taken with the with everything about it immediately you know and it's originality and it's kind of throwback sort of um, you know, it's it's not a movie that it gets made every day, uh, right. you know, now. And I was really like happy to, to try to be a part of that too and, and, and have have it get made. And, um, you know, I don't know, I, it's, it's uh, I think there's like, there's, there's an aspect to things now uh, as I get older, like the things that I wanna do, you know, like I just think that some, you know, there's a, there's a piece of like the direction that the industry is going in, um, I think there's sometimes like I want to try to champion things that I, I think are kind of going away more and more. And this mm. was kind of I saw this as kind of one of those things, you know, so really happy that like uh, I was a part of it and that 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 this movie got made. You know, I would have been happy to see this movie get made even if I wasn't in it. You know what I mean? Um, and just the character like I, like I when I read this character, I was just like, oh, this is so cool. This is one of those characters that like you you read and feel so connected like I felt like I was like born to like play this guy you know mm. like and and that's a really cool feeling too as as an actor and and you gotta like you gotta jump on that I think it's like a special feeling that you can't like take for granted you know um and yeah and it has possibilities to be a franchise I guess so you know what's what's funny about that is like one of the things that I also loved about it originally was that that I I didn't think that I thought the opposite I was like what a what an amazing just like singular like one th like told through just like act one act two act three right. close and curtain and what a beautiful fun little story you know but then like i guess yeah when i saw how like the movie ends and just the swell and the the next yeah. voiceover i'm just like oh it does wait are they tricking me <laughs> <laughs> did they trap me right uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that to me, and I, 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 I don't know. Um, <laughs> I would kill to like uh, play that guy again, so and and be with those people again too. It was just so much fun. So we're going to take a short break, but when the big ticket returns, O'Brien opens up about how life has changed ever since being in a near fatal accident on the set of the third Maze Runner movie in 2016. Lancaster, South Carolina is in the middle of not much. 
But growing up nearby, I knew it as the hometown of a black man named Jim Duncan, who became a Super Bowl hero. Duncan up to the 15, the 20. Now my new podcast, Return Man, I'll discover that his death still makes no sense at all. The story was that my brother went into the police station, took a gun off a police officer, and shot himself in the head. Most people don't believe that. For the past three years at the Rock Hill Herald, I've looked back at a story that's timelier than ever. Breaking news. Don't shoot! Have you got some time to talk? It involves race, the mental state of the person, and a town that was scared to death to say anything. Listen to Return Man on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you took away the date and time, could you imagine that happening today? Yes, you can. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm chatting with Love and Monster star Dylan O'Brien. Another movie you have coming up, Infinite, with Mark Wahlberg. Yes. So They've had to do that, their entire post-production in, in quarantine. Yeah, so tell me, I was going to ask you, how much did you have Did you have to do all ADR in quarantine? How yeah, much? actually, just recently, that's a good question. Just recently, I did it um, in my den over there. Like, they, <laughs> they send you a setup. Uh, it's funny too, cause it was like all ADR for, you know, uh, I'm basically just not to spoil anything, um, yeah. just in one piece of the movie. And it's uh, it's an action film. So it's like a, you know, it's, it's a lengthy fight sequence. And mm. so all my ADR is like, you know, <laughs> you know, like all that kind of shit, like that you're just winging to, you don't really go to school for. Um, <laughs> and my friend was here. And so he's just like in here and I'm like, Hey, I just got to do this thing for like an hour. Um, you know, are you cool? And he's like, yeah, I'll just be here. And, uh, and he just hears me like <laughs> for an hour, just like choking. At one point I have to do this choky thing. So I'm literally just standing up to this mic, you know, just going like, ah, 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 and like, uh, it's so funny. I actually just gagged myself. I have a horrible gag reflex. So like I, I the choking, always choking in ADR is really hard for me. But also, I think effective because I really just go for it. <laughs> you went for it. Let's just be careful. I don't want to be like call nine one one. It's like, well, he's on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. exactly <laughs> sure where he is. Uh, after your accident, were you were you worried about doing action sequences? Were you worried about doing these fight scenes? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. That was a really hard uh, uh, come comeback for me. That you know, it was. It was a long ride. I mean, I. Like, look, I, I've kept this really like private for a long time. Obviously, obviously, people have asked me about it. I've I've definitely spoken on it before, um, but you know, it was a really hard journey back for me, um, and definitely, uh, it, it it completely rewired uh, how I felt about, especially initially, you know, coming out of recovery. Uh, I I there, I mean, there was a moment where I didn't ever think I'd be able to even step foot on a set again. You know, so, mm. so it was, a, uh, you know, it, it did truly kind of rock my world for a sec. Uh, it's something I'll always deal with. I think I've worked really, right. I've, I've really worked uh, uh, hard on, on dealing with that and kind of accepting sort of like, and processing kind of what I went through, you know, and um, it'll always be a part of me. I think that there's a, uh, you know, there's a piece of like, anytime um, you experience something like that, uh, uh, obviously, ideally, you don't have to go through anything like that. But look, we all we all go through right. these things in life. That was one for me. 
um, you, you come out of it the other side and uh, you can either fo you can focus on like things that it changed about you in a positive way or you can or you can really dwell um, on how it changed you in, in negative ways and I think that a big piece of my recovery eventually was really accepting that this was a part of me and that's uh, you know it, it did change me um, and that but that's just sort of that's just that's been my path and that's who I am now and it's also informed me in a lot of really good ways. I, I'm, I'm hyper vigilant on set, you know, whenever I'm putting a rig, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm vetting every piece of that rig and um, just uh, so much more, uh, uh, you know, just really like dialed in and close with the, with the stunt team that you're working with rather than just sort of blindly putting your trust in, in other people's hands. Like ultimately you, you, you know, you are your ultimate protector in those circumstances. Right. You know, and especially on a set too, you know, I really do think that, uh, you know, health and safety on a set is, is paramount and often sometimes something that could, can truly get lost in the folds, you know? Right. Um, I, I mean, I think, I think just like in everyday life, people are like, oh, that can never happen to me. That can exactly. never happen to me. We're yeah. going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. There's an element of, of the make-believe, you know, and yeah. uh, there's also an element of, again, the blind trust thing, everyone is an expert at what they do on a set. So, you know, uh, especially if you're younger, you know, like I was, I was about, I think I was 24 right. when my accident happened, you know, I was, uh, um, you know, I was just game. I was game. I loved, I loved what I did. I loved, right. uh, I loved being on set. It was my favorite place in the world. You know, I loved my crew. Like my crews are my like families, my life, my worlds, right. you know, and I tr put my trust into them, you know, and, I think that was a piece of what made it so hard uh, having that so viciously and scarily broken for me one time, you know, but um, um, it's, uh, it's definitely something that I think, again, on a set, there's so much money at stake. It's all about time and rushing and, and it, it really is important that sometimes, you know, I think especially when I was a kid, you don't want to be, you know, as younger, you don't want to be the, the guy, especially the actor who's like slowing things down or going, right. you know, let's, oh, let's really think about this guys, you know, which is like, think about what I'm saying. I mean, it's so fucked up that, you know, right. you ever even have to feel that way, but that is sort of cult set culture sometimes, you know, and mm. it really does take uh, one person. And sometimes that has to be you um, to kind of shift that energy and be like, no, let's fucking stop and let's think about this, you know, or right. someone's going to get hurt. So, you know, I'm thankful for that. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for it in ways, uh, how, how it's, you know, it has, it has definitely changed me in, in so many ways and made me kind of who I am today. And, um, but yeah, definitely a long, long, long road, uh, on that. It's still going, I mean, it's ever, it's ever right. continuing, you know, does it change your priorities in terms of what, what I do when I think about the accident and for me, you know, I'm in recovery, mm -hmm. I'm sober. And mm -hmm. for me, my priorities change in the sense of like, if I could get through that, mm -hmm. I could get through whatever's thrown my way. Right. I see what you mean. So just in life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's well, like, you know, and I'm sure you, uh, for me, it was, uh, it was very interesting uh, coming out of <clears throat> recovering and, feeling these uh, uh, things shift in me, priorities shift um, without me even having control over that. You know, all of a sudden, you know, you come out and I remember for me, a big, a big piece of that too was like, um, 
you know, I had had uh, friends like that were so dear to me that I had felt that I had like neglected for years, you know, and um, all of a sudden, like, it was very like important to me to like, um, to nurture those relationships, you know, and, wow. and to not like lose them, you know, and yeah, I think that uh, absolutely, it completely rewires and, and restructures the way that you, um, you know, you see your, your life and, and you deem what's important to yourself, you know, and going forward, like I just, it does make those things clear. You know, I think I came straight out of high school and I had this really cool like opportunity to like, I, I randomly just, I had never acted before and I just like, randomly like auditioned for the show and got this show. And then like everything was, you know, all these great, amazing things were like happening, you know, and, and, and I was, and I was just having like the time of my life and like, um, and I was like in love and I was young and I was working and I felt good at what I, what I was doing, you know, and like, just really cool um and i think that uh that's all that's all great too and that's all amazing to appreciate that but i do think that there were things in my personal life that um yeah i just kind of before i when i looked back all of a sudden i was like damn i'm fucking 25 you know like <laughs> i haven't seen these guys in years you know and, <laughs> right. um i do think that that's uh uh yeah that's i mean that's 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 such a uh huge highlight of of again a, a good piece of the recovery yeah no i mean that's like you said you could you could you could look at the experience and just go down that route of darkness and yeah. negativity which sounds even trite for this experience mm -hmm. or you could say you know what i've been through it and this is like you said it's part of your journey it's part of what makes you a man totally. to take it and try to spin it as best you can but like you said it's always with you that doesn't mean you're not you don't understand the the gravity of the situation absolutely yeah and they, they again the thing the thing about it of uh the thing that i always found most fascinating and i also think that was instrumental in like understanding how to truly process this in order to get to truly recover was the things that are truly out of your control the things that are completely rewired in your brain the things that are happening to you that like you feel like you're almost outside of your body observing and you're like who the fuck have i become like what the fuck is going on you know right. and again it'll always be with me even to this day if i'm on set and i'm and i'm doing a stunt if i'm in a rig if there's some action going on i am i am slightly you know irritable there is a degree mm -hmm. of like anxiety in me and i don't think there's ever not going to be you know uh, obviously like i uh, you know again i really uh i, I really care about um when i'm on set again my crew is like everything to me and and um i really care about it being a great environment for everyone so i also like i have i have kind of been hard on myself sometimes um when i've reacted in moments like that you know mm -hmm. but you also gotta like you have to forgive and understand kind of what has happened to you too you know yeah. and and people understand that you know and um i've definitely had moments you know where like things like that are happening around me and i don't even realize that why i am getting so upset you know or something you know and it's it's because it'll just it'll always you know be with you be with you yeah. yeah are you able to watch are you able to watch the movie now or no um do you mean love and monsters or, or no 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 uh maze runner maze runner um yeah, yeah i am yeah look those you know there's no version of those movies that will ever not be like completely like momentous in my life and something right. so meaningful to me you know that that's again so part of what was so hard about going through that um 
you know, there was a, for a long time, I, I obviously in recovery, I, I didn't know if I had wanted to, uh, I didn't know if I could do it again. I didn't know if I could finish the movie. You know, look, the, also, I don't know if people know this, the accident happened on day fucking three, you know, so we had right. the entire shoot to go. Mm. And, yeah. you know, a year later when we like, the plan was to pick back up. I think it took a, a lot of like work for me to like uh, dig past a lot of shit and realize that mm. like I absolutely needed to to finish yeah. it and do it again. And it was, I mean, I, I, I would have never um, been able to, that was such a part, uh, instrumental part of putting it really behind me in a, in a, in a healthy way. It was, it was healing. It was healing for you. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so no, yeah, of course I can watch them. Uh, uh, I love, I love those movies. I love that cast is like, they're like brothers and sisters to me, you know, to this day. Um, I'm actually seeing them tomorrow. We're doing a, a little table read to try to get kids to vote. You know, um, oh, really? still, That's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. amazing. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, uh, those movies mean the world to me. So now I have to ask you when we first got to know you, Teen Wolf. Yeah. What, Another thing you, that means the world to me. Like, what, what goes through your mind? I mean, I, listen, I was at E! News at the time, so that was like our, you know, it, it was Teen Wolf. I mean, I remember oh, first cool. meeting you guys, I think, was at, I want to say it was like the MTV VMAs or Movie MTV Awards, movie one, awards. Of those, one of those. Like the, when, when I, we, like, launched, yeah, it was like. Yes, yes, yeah. when you first launched. I know, and, and just these kids, they were, I, think, I think everywhere we'd walked, people were like, you guys aren't allowed back in. We're like, no, we swear we're a cast. <laughs> <laughs> when you think back to those days, what goes through your, like, what's the, what's the feeling that comes back? Oh man. Um, I could cry. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, <laughs> um, it's just like the most fun time ever, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And also it's, it's, you know, Team Wolf is really funny because it also like, a thing that I don't know how much we ever talk about or if we have like how much it really like resonates with people but like that was like the most disaster of a shoot like I, like the what we were like sort of it was the most ambitious like schedule I've ever been a part of and it <laughs> but it was what I grew up on you know so it was the only right. thing I ever came to know so I remember like the first time I did uh the first Maze Runner as well so like so the first time I did something where I can't even remember what it was like I think it was like when I did a movie called the internship like when we did like a 12-hour day i was like Whoa! i was like that was great that was so are we done um, so it's like it, it you know when you're and when you're in the trenches on something like that and you know um like where where you know you're with this group of people um for 98 hours a week and all through the night and you know getting home at 9 10 a.m it's just like a wild and just shooting a show you know and it's for MTV too, like, uh, you and know, your kids stripping. and your kids, you were so wait, wait. young. What'd you say? Sorry. Your kid, your kids, you're so young too. Totally. Yeah. Me and Tyler were 19 uh, when we did the yeah. first year. We were 18 when we did the pilot, you know? Um, wow. Um, yeah, just a lot of love, a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think we will all always be connected in, in, in some way, you know, uh, in some deep way. Tyler, Tyler's, I mean, uh, I love that dude so much. Like he, you know, we, we're so woven together, like for life and in ways that, you know, we don't even get to see each other often, but like, he will always be my brother, you know, and, but, and to be but, honest, 
Well, go ahead. But have you have you gone onto his OnlyFans page? No, I haven't. I just someone just brought that up to me yesterday. <laughs> I still don't really. I haven't. I've only seen like, you know, I keep seeing these blurbs about OnlyFans, and I but I haven't done like a dive into. I don't. I don't even fully know what it is. I just saw like a picture of him naked with a guitar. Um, <laughs> Not surpri- are you are you surprised at all, or no? You're like that's oh, Tyler. Man. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't even know what it what it is or what he signed up for. But <laughs> uh, you know, um, no. I mean, Tyler. You know, Tyler. Tyler. Tyler follows his heart and his energy and his. You know, he's Tyler's one of the uh, first of all. He's one of the greatest like humans you'll ever meet. He's yeah. you know he's one of the sweetest, most loving dudes, most caring dudes ever. Um, but he, you know, he follows his fucking heart, man. I've, I've always yeah. been in awe. We've always been like, I think what's so cool about me and Tyler's friendship is from the second we met each other, we were both so like in awe of like characteristics of the other one, you know? Mm. Like, I think like I, I was, I was always like, so like uh, admired his, his, just like his, his comfortability and his natural, like not seemingly no shred of anxiety and like his mm. love that he just, that would just like emanate, you know, and like, and how he led that set, you know, like, I mean, I think the only reason that like I was who I was on that show, uh, I think was because of Tyler in so many ways. Like he, he was, you know, I'm a weird one where again, you know, these are the differences in us. Like I I do need to feel, I think I need to feel comfortable a little more than he does. And that takes a little more work for me than it does mm-hmm. him I think sometimes and mm-hmm. and can be sometimes dictated by my environment you know so right. but when I do when I feel comfortable I do feel like I can like fly you know and and so I I, I always say this you know I just to, to Tyler and to my family I guess but like whenever we talk about the show and looking back at it I don't know like I give Tyler all the credit really because like I, I don't even think I would have uh, been able to like find my like confidence in what I was doing if it weren't for his like constant like energy around uh, me. You know what I mean? That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. So last question: When are we going to see a Teen Wolf reunion, reboot, remake, movie? What are we seeing? <laughs> Come on, it has to happen. I know. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that's another thing though that like I left out and is like you know, uh, as important as everything else I was saying, I, you know, that was my first character ever. And uh, Styles to me is just my heart and soul. And so like, obviously I would jump at the chance to do like any kind of thing. There's gotta be some kind, I mean, we'll come back together for something at some point. So where, where is Styles right now? Where is he today? I don't know. You know, I, I, I think that uh, I love the idea. I think I've said this before, so it's so boring, but like, I love the idea that he's like, that he's like sheriff, you know, that he's taken over <laughs> as sheriff, but he drives his Jeep, like instead mm-hmm. of a squad car. I just love of that, course. you know, I don't know. That feels right. Dylan, this you was know? great. Thank you so much for this. Yeah, really I love appreciate this. You, this was awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on the movie, having a movie coming out during quarantine. Thanks so um, much. Which is kind of appreciate amazing. It. And I, and I do think people are really going to like it. It's just, it's a fun, sweet, like, yeah. adventure movie. It's a boy and his dog. Like, how do you know? Yeah. And monsters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, awesome. I really appreciate it, Mark. Thanks so much. You yeah. got it. Take I care. I talking to you. Same here. All right. Bye-bye. Cheers, man. 
That was Dylan O'Brien. Love and Monsters premieres on VOD on October 16th. Coming up on the next big ticket, Noah Jupe. The young actor received critical praise and multiple award nominations for his role in 2019's Honey Boy. Now he's playing Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant's son in HBO's new limited series, The Undoing. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your up-to-the-minute Hollywood news, head over to Variety.com. Stay safe, be well, and like I keep telling you, please wear a mask. See you next time. Bye.